You're listening to McBee Care Threads, a podcast where leaders across the healthcare industry can learn from each other. We'll discuss stories and explore strategies to help providers deliver value-based care and hear your peers share their best practices for success. Let's get into the show. Hi, and welcome to McBee Care Threads podcast. I'm Jeff Silversheen, Senior Vice President at McBee. I am here today with John Mayfield, Manager of Care Management at McBee. In today's episode, we'll be covering the critical role that utilization management plays in improved care delivery, revenue optimization, and decreased denials for health systems. Hi, Jeff. I want to thank you for inviting me here to join you today. I've had the pleasure of working with McBee Associates for five years now. I have 30 years of nursing experience with over 15 years in the ER as an ER nurse before I chose to move into case management. And now I have close to 10 years of case management and utilization review experience and serve as the manager of our care management department here at McBee. Terrific. So let's start with a little clarification because I know personally it took me a while to understand this difference. So for those of us who may be confused, can you please explain the difference between utilization management and case management? Sure. Utilization management departments are typically focused on cost management, and case management looks after the continuum of care transitions. However, both departments have this overlapping responsibility and and really must work together. So both utilization management and case management incorporate patient care navigation through the entire health care continuum from engagement to discharge. Now, McBee Associates provides utilization management support. And utilization management is a prospective or can be a concurrent process that occurs before or during the admission or treatment. However, in some cases, it can even be done retrospectively, which is after discharge. Got it. Okay. Very helpful. So your expertise and focus in utilization management is integral to patient care, the patient experience, and the financial viability for hospitals. Can you please share with us more about these particular impacts? Yes, utilization management is a crucial part of healthcare, and it's a growing field of specialized nursing that focuses on helping to manage the health of populations, improve patient experiences, and help reduce the overall healthcare cost. Utilization review specifically helps to manage costs, but to also ensure quality and manage risks as well. So we ensure that the medical necessity is evaluated against nationally recognized evidence-based criteria to support the admission. And that's, I'm referring to Interqual and MCG as the most common. And we've got that ability to influence patient care decision-making through case-by-case assessment of the appropriateness of care and collaborate with the healthcare team. So... Hospital finance has a phrase, get it right the first time. Can you please tell us how that applies to utilization management? Well, for patients and hospitals, it's very important that we get the patient in the appropriate admission status, observation or inpatient for stay. It's imperative that that patient be placed appropriately from the start with supportive documentation. And that's exactly where hospitals are challenged. We work with hospitals across the country and we see time after time patients are placed in the wrong status. Oftentimes, patients are placed in observation that could rightfully be admitted as an inpatient, and sometimes the opposite, where they're admitted but don't have that criteria or documentation to support that decision, and often leads to a denial. So in utilization management, this get it right the first time belief is is about full and complete documentation to support placing that patient in the proper status to ensure accurate revenue and minimize denials. In hospital reimbursement, margin erosion is what I like to refer to as death by a thousand cuts. One of these thousand cuts is when patients are placed in the wrong status. 
If the patient is placed in the wrong status, either revenue is missed or denial is incurred. It is always in the hospital's best interest to get the patient's status assignment right the very first time. Jana, please help us understand why this is such a challenge for many hospitals. Why find many utilization management departments have a shortage of good case managers or utilization managers? And we often see departments understaffed, which often mean they don't have a UR nurse in the emergency department reviewing those admissions on arrival. This delay in getting information to the physicians can affect the patient's outcome. We also see inexperienced UR nurses. This leads to sometimes a misuse of the criteria or misguided feedback to the physicians. And we see physicians that lack that understanding of that evidence-based criteria and the importance of that appropriate status on admission and how it affects their patient and the hospital. So when we come into a hospital, we provide admission review support shortly after the decision is to admit is made. Uh, we collaborate with that physician and to ensure the level of care is supported and the documentation reflects the criteria requirements. Can you tell us how you've seen COVID-19 impact utilization management? Well, the challenges that I see facing utilization management is with the uninsured population that have a lack of that financial support. This can be a challenge to manage this population due to their lack of follow-up care, the lack of medical compliance, and really frequent visits to the hospital to manage their health conditions as opposed to seeing their own physician. But since COVID, we've seen patients waiting until they're very ill to come to the hospital. There might be a fear of contracting the virus there or a fear of just having to be alone in the hospital due to a lot of strict visitor policies. But this can be a result in a negative outcome if waiting too late to seek treatment. And it's definitely more challenging as we deal with isolation, quarantine mandates at discharge, and, and limited post-acute care options. So it's definitely different now. Utilization management is one of the first touch points in the patient care process and the revenue cycle. Can you share some of the challenges you've observed in the acute care setting as it relates to optimal utilization management? Well, one challenge we have is finding consistent supportive documentation from the physicians to support their decision to admit their patient to the hospital. You know, evidence-based criteria is a very important guideline, and it's often shared with the physicians, but it's detailed documentation of their condition, the risk, and the treatment that's necessary is vital. So we find it helpful to work with the physicians on a daily basis and often in daily rounding, but that's to help decrease the length of stay, help manage the appropriate use of resources, and services, and we find that partnership very important. So at the end of the day, like it has always been, it's about the documentation, and strong, complete, robust documentation is, yes. is vitally important. Yes, definitely. So as you and your team do this work with your clients and their admitting physicians, how have they responded to your partnership? Well, overall, that can be a challenge, and it can be difficult for a physician to take guidance from a nurse. You might say they don't always like us playing in their sandbox, but however, we make it very clear that we're not there to tell them how to practice medicine, but we help them understand the necessary documentation needed to support their decision and help guide them on the medical necessity criteria. So we want them to know the impact to the patient, like the three-day rule for a skilled nursing facility. We want them to be aware of the readmissions and, and the financial strength of the hospital and also the better patient outcomes. So it's really a collaborative process that we like to partner with them to discuss and support them and their decisions on each and every case. When pushback occurs, what have you found as some of the most helpful strategies in successfully driving best practice changes related to utilization management? 
Well, the first thing we have to have is administrative support for any process change. And when we start in a new facility, we found if we can meet with the physicians or the physician leaders to explain the UR process and the importance of that admission status, it often helps build better relationships. We provide the education on the different evidence-based criteria. We offer even guidelines for the physicians to help them with common diagnoses. When we have resistance with the physicians, we can provide specific feedback to them and to the hospital administration and helps provide more education to them. So it sounds like it's a collaborative approach where we're trying to help them do better at some of the points that they may not be paying as much attention to. Exactly. Interesting. I know that many progressive clients we're working with are seeing utilization management, which has historically reported to nursing, they now have a dotted line to finance. Can you explain why this is happening? Well, although utilization management is performed by registered nurses, one of the main focuses of utilization management is to help control the healthcare cost, and that's by facilitating and coordinating those resources and services. But UR nurses may, may work under the finance team to impact the hospital finances. So we monitor length of stay, and coordinate patient services and treatments in the most cost-effective manner and work with the payers closely to prevent denials. So the finance analysis uh, data and trends, they identify missed revenue and track trend denials. And it really makes sense that utilization management has a reporting relationship to finance because we really directly impact the financial success of hospitals. So this gets back then to the comment we talked about earlier about getting it right the first time. If the patient can be placed in the proper status, you'll gain the, the full and complete reimbursement to which you're entitled and minimize your uh, losses due to denials. Absolutely. Well, what does a good utilization management program look like then? Well, a good utilization program has highly trained and qualified registered nurses. They have to have solid clinical experience, and, we, and we, they work alongside physicians as part of the healthcare team. But we help to match that patient's clinical picture to care interventions in the appropriate care setting. Or said another way, we really ensure the right care for the right patient in the right setting at the right time. A lot of rights, but it's hard yes. to get all those <laughs> rights lined up. Um, yes. And so, again... It's important for utilization management to be in very uh, instilled as part of the process for patient throughput. Yes. So then where would you say utilization management is headed going forward? Well, healthcare is always evolving and utilization management has some definitely new new things like artificial intelligence and technology tools that come out to help automate a great deal of the manual data gathering that we've done and, and needed for a review. But it doesn't really replace the nurse reviewer and their experience that's needed properly to manage the, the patient care. So I see utilization management continuing to grow. And as we have more complex patients and challenges, it's our unique opportunity really to make a positive impact and bridge that gap with the other healthcare team members. Well, this has really been uh, great and very insightful. Jana, thank you again for your time today. Is there anything you'd like to add or do you have any final comments? I don't really have anything to add. I just, I just love what I do. I'm excited about where utilization management's going. We develop meaningful advisory partnerships with our hospitals. And every relationship really has been a win-win for us and our clients. So I really enjoy the opportunity to come in and have a positive for patients and hospitals. And we've had the ability to provide support, education, and guidance in new processes and help our partners really see a positive, multi-beneficial outcome. Well, I really thank you for this opportunity to share this great work and what we do in healthcare. Thank you, Jeff.
Jonna, thank you. I hope everybody has enjoyed our podcast today, and we will be back again shortly with another McBee Care Threads. At McBee, we understand the challenges providers face across the healthcare landscape. For more than 45 years, we've been a part of the evolution of the healthcare industry. Our strategic advisory solutions span the home health, hospice, health system, and senior living care continuums, creating improved clinical, financial, and operational outcomes. Our expertise is guaranteed. Our solutions empower. Visit us today at mcbeassociates.com. Thank you for listening to McBee Care Threads. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think the podcast deserves. For more information on the topics discussed today, visit our website at mcbeassociates.com. Until next time.